and we're going okay welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the high button podcast wherever you are tuning in from i appreciate that you clicked the high button i will not disappoint this next guest coming up steven dixon when you talk about nova scotia elite when it comes to the game of hockey you mentioned steven dixon's name Growing up, he played for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. After that, moving on to professional hockey, playing for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, also the Portland Pirates. And for the past 10 years, he's been playing professional over in Europe. Going to be a great podcast. I'm sure he has some great stories. Sit tight and here we go. Is that good there? Yeah, you're good right there. If you look at your audio, so your audio too. So when you talk, okay. just talking. So when you're talking, like try to be in the yellow. So you're good right there. Okay. You're the bottom one, yeah. All right, so we're going here. Steven Dixon, what's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for Not coming much, on. Yeah. I appreciate this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, thanks for having me. All these hockey guys coming on in the summer. I know it's free time. It, the season's really busy, so taking an hour out of your day, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, a lot of downtime right now. So yeah? It's, uh, it's good. You just good got back time. from Vancouver. Yeah. Amazing, amazing place. Yeah, I love Vancouver. It's, uh, geez, you can do anything there. I mean, yeah, you got the downtown, the yeah. seawall there, the beaches, and no, it's just a great city. Yeah. yeah. Did you get on the water at all? Yeah, I'm, geez, whenever it's nice, I usually take a bike and yeah. end up in English Bay or, or somewhere around there. Yeah. So that's the beauty of Vancouver. Yeah. You know, you have the five, six beaches right uh right there yeah it's like one city but you feel like there's like 10 cities within the one city because there's so many different communities i find so one day you can be in chinatown the next day you can be in olympic village the next day you can be in uh, gas town and just feel like you're somewhere else that's what i like about it yeah then you go up main street there and it's uh they have all the breweries it's pretty oh, yeah. pretty hip town yeah yeah there's a lot uh a lot going on there yeah Kit solano so yeah a lot of different options that's for sure that's where i lived in kits oh kits is okay. beautiful I love kits, yeah. You ever go to the kits pool down there on the water? I haven't made it to the pool, but I've been at the beach a lot. <laughs> yeah, the beach is awesome too. Yeah, yeah. tennis courts there. And That's awesome. Cool place. Yeah. Did you just go there right after the season this year, or did you come home first? I was home only about uh, two weeks, two or three weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then I took off. Uh, took off out there. I was there about six weeks, and then then came back. So right yeah, kind of cuts the summer up a bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's nice being by the ocean too. I love. You know, being from oh, yeah. here, right? It's, of course. It's nice being by the ocean, by the water. Of course. Well, man, you've done some traveling, like playing in Europe the past uh, eight years. I was looking at the hockey DB. So you've been around the world. Another yeah. beautiful thing about hockey is that it takes you everywhere. So I'm sure, uh, you know, at the age you're at, you're still playing the game you love. It must be an awesome thing. A lot of people, you know, don't get to play professional until, uh, you know, at an older age. And you still get to do it. So that must be an awesome thing for you. Yeah, no, it's been... Uh you know, it's been great, and Europe for me was great. You know, I went over kind of young, but it's been, uh, no, just a great time. I got to play in some great cities, cool countries. Yeah. You know, you meet so many different friends and see so many different cultures, and, yeah, you, I feel like now you can almost travel anywhere and know somebody and yeah. meet up for, for a drink or whatever. So, yeah, that's the cool thing about it, just the you know, the friendships that you make and, you know, in weird places and, you know, people you wouldn't, ever think you'd be friends with right so it's, yeah that's been cool for me that's the best part about it i love yeah. it so let's start let's get these uh these questions rolling here i like to start at the beginning work our way to where you are now so i want to start in cape breton um yep. mark andre fleury was your teammate uh he's an amazing goalie right now in the nhl um, what was he like as a teammate 
Oh, Fleury's a great guy. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you can tell that too watching yeah. him on TV. But no, he was uh, he was a really good guy. He's just such a good goalie. He's such a humble guy. You yeah. know, I don't think he's probably changed at all. It's just the way he is, and he just has so much fun every day. You know, like yeah. you come to the rink and he's in practice. You know, he's trying to save every puck. He's joking around with everybody, and yeah. So yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with him. We we did uh, four year, uh, yeah most of four years in Cape Breton together. Oh, yeah? I think he made Pittsburgh. Well, he played one. Did, didn't he play with you in Wilkes-Barre? In Wilkes-Barre, too. Yeah. yeah. But he made Pitt at a, right after the draft, I think. Then he came back. Really? I think that was... Uh, back in the yellow pads. You still were in the yellow pads, must yeah. have been. No, that was my 18-year-old year. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, then I was in Wilkes-Barre with him, too. And That's was going awesome. up and down there a bit. So, no, it was pretty cool. We got, to, you know, we got drafted that same year. Uh, obviously, I was a bit later than him, but you know, but then you do the development camp. So yeah, yeah, we spent a lot of time together over the over the years back in the day. So. It's always good having a buddy there. Yeah, no, it was good, and uh, yeah, Cape Breton in general was just a great place. You yeah. know, I uh, it was nice for me. I got to go to high school there. Oh yeah, so I went to Sydney Academy, and uh, yeah, it was just nice to meet friends outside hockey. You know, people to hang out with away from the rink too, and. Then I went to UCCB, and it's it's actually funny. Up in Halifax, I run into so many friends that I had there, yeah. you know, in high school, and and through all that, that live up here now. So it's you know running them every day. So it's uh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, but no, we had uh, no, we had a good laugh down there. We had uh, you know some really good guys, and you know it's funny when you're playing in Cape Breton, you're on the bus quite a bit, right? So a lot of travel, a lot of travel, but I mean brings everyone pretty close you know you get to know everyone pretty good yeah there's a lot of good laughs with that too yeah i bet especially when you're young like that you don't even think of the long bus rides it's yeah sometimes you almost look forward to them a bit you know well it's, yeah it's just so much fun well that's the one i want to talk about now your first game as the metro center because obviously you grew up here in halifax you probably idolized the moose heads your first game in the metro center did you uh, like the day before do you have any jitters or anything like that do you remember it yeah no i was more excited i think than anything yeah because i mean the yeah, the Mooseheads were just, you know, when I was a kid, that's kind of right when they came. So, I mean, everyone yeah. was everyone yeah. was going to the Moosehead games. I mean, those were those were your idols, right? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, be able to, you know, come back and play in the Metro Center, that was, you know, especially at 16 and, you know, you have your family and friends watching. And yeah. It's a pretty cool experience. You know, you know, at the end of the day, too, you're only, you're only a high school kid, right? And I know. But everyone looks up to you like you're a pro. Well, it's, it's a weird thing because, you, you know, you come to the rink and, you know, the Metro Center's packed and, yeah. you know, you play your game and then, you know, you go to high school the next day, right? Yeah. So it's it's yeah. kind of a cool thing. Of course. Yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. It's Do you ever play cool. against Brandon Reed? You know that name? He might I know be. the name, yeah. And That's the uh, guy who I idolize at the Mooseheads. Yeah. I, I played against him in uh, in Russia one year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that was, that was pretty cool. And then guys like Ramsey Abid yeah. ended up playing against him along the way and just guys that as a kid you know those guys are like yeah man yeah big, the legacy big deal, right? of course so, so yeah no that was that was pretty cool as you get older you know the age gap seems to shrink right Cause yeah everyone's kind of still playing so you play against all these guys you you know you watch as a kid which is which yeah. is pretty neat of yeah. course so in sure. the queue you turned into a stud went to the all-star game then eventually went to the world juniors two years in a row um talk about that like talk about the confidence that like what year do you think i'd obviously it might have been your 16 year old year but most likely not when do you think you gain the confidence okay i'm one of the better players at this junior level um 
I don't know. I can take a higher step than everyone else. Like, how old do you think you were, and uh, and maybe how did how did you handle that? Yeah, it's tough to say, really. I didn't. Uh, to be honest, I just all through junior, I kind of, especially when I was younger, I just loved to play. And yeah, you didn't you know, think I liked about to it have like fun that. With it, I never really, never really thought about it. And and uh, I think the summer I got drafted, so it was after my seventeen-year-old year. Okay. I was a late rounder, but I, I got invited to World Junior Camp yeah. in uh, in Calgary. And, you know, I just kind of wanted to go have fun with it. Like, you know, I was obviously super excited. and But, I mean, you're there with most of the guys are yeah. first rounders, top 10 picks. Wait, I got to stop you. So, the yeah. first year you got an invite, did you make the team the first year? Because yeah. you went 2004, 2005, right? Yeah, I think it was 2003 and four, and then well, when four was the, and five. When was the World Juniors in Halifax? Uh, I think that was that might have been the year before me. So did you try out that year? No, no. Oh, that might have been two years before me. Sorry. Oh, two years before two you. Years okay, before okay. Me. I was gonna say that would have been sick if you would have went there. Yeah. Well, no. Looking at it, but I mean, either way. <laughs> yeah. Either way, you still got. But to yeah, play. that would have been that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. I just I had to yeah. know that. Okay. Sorry. So go back to World Junior Camp. No, and, and then I just went out to World Junior Camp and I had a I had a really good summer camp. I had to, you know, a lot of a lot of. Things kind of sometimes go your way, and you get some bounces and stuff. Yeah, that's when I was kind of thinking, "Wow, maybe, maybe I got a chance a shot here. here." Yeah, so then just tried to have a good year that year, a good start, and yeah, ended up making it uh, that year, which was you know huge. Yeah, so it was the first year was in Helsinki. In Helsinki, yeah. So talk about that experience. Well, yeah, it was funny. It was you know that in Helsinki that time of year is pretty dark. What do you mean, like all day, like well, the whole day? Just, yeah, like the the summers are really sunny, you know. Like it's some days they have twenty four hour sun, you know, midsummer. Oh yeah, they have this big, you know, big festivals and stuff. But uh, during the winter, it can be a dark place. But Helsinki's a beautiful city. Never been. Yeah, it's beautiful, and I just remember like, oh, it's it's pretty dark, but <laughs> the, the atmosphere, like the rinks, were beautiful. They had two, they had two pro teams that play there, IFK and Jokerit. Okay, and uh, so they both have amazing rinks. And I just remember the facilities were incredible, and you're just, you know, it's such a such a big hockey country there. It was just, kinda, oh, really, kind of they just love hockey. How were the crowds at your games? It was pretty cool being there. There's so many Canadians there, to be honest. Which That's is, true. That is true. There's a lot of people that kind of make that their trip, right? So yeah, they're their their yearly yeah, trip, their, their family trip, and it's Christmas time. I mean, if you go with the family, it's yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. So I I was actually shocked how many Canadian fans we had at the games there which was you know a nice surprise yeah that's awesome but yeah in, in Helsinki I ended up uh you know I just liked the city and then I ended up I spent you know later on playing there for for four years and absolutely love Finland so yeah. it's funny how it works right <laughs> oh yeah you played with uh Patrick Laine in Finland didn't you yeah I was with Laine for a year yeah Dude, what's he like Oh, he's incredible he's ripping it up in the NHL now so you obviously oh, yeah. must have seen that before you went to the NHL well, geez, we, uh, he kind of came, I mean, I think got people there knew how good he was, but yeah. I mean, on the big scene, I think he kind of, you know, he exploded there, especially after world juniors. It was just, he really went on the map then, but I mean, we were watching him every day. Like this guy's unbelievable. His shot, eh? He's just his... so, and he's so big too. Oh, he's he, big? Is he's he big, tall? Yes. And, uh, you know, at that age, he was, I think he was 17 playing in Finland, which is a good league. And, geez, I think he was MVP of the playoffs that year. 
We no. ended up winning that year. He was MVP of the playoffs. Like our best player was just like unbelievable to watch. Crazy. Seventeen years old. But the way he shoots, like I've never. It's hard to explain how he shoots the puck. Well, he has a quick release. It's real. What do you, what? Yeah, it's kind of uses the whip, I guess, and it's just puck like explodes off his stick. Really. He's well, one I've of those guys. Play. He could be like standing still at the half wall or the blue line and let like a half wrister go and boom, top corner. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Is he one of those guys that like knows he's good or is he like a humble guy? You know what? He's a humble guy. Like he, he's, I think he was rubbing the people the wrong way a bit. Like In, in what sense? Well, just a, I used to hear people say, oh, he's, you know, cocky and this and that. I'd say, geez, not at all. Like he, he's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. He's just confident. He knows he's good, but he's uh, like as a teammate, he's just a, a great guy. Yeah. But I think uh, no, it's just a couple interviews, and people say, "Oh, like you know how the media is sometimes, yeah. right?" I, I don't even care about that. I and I, I know a lot of people listening might say, "Oh, yeah. he's cocky because he said these things in the interview." But I think hockey needs that, especially the NHL. You got to yeah. say you're good. You got to believe in yourself. Well, I think people are realizing that now. He's he's just a pretty honest guy. Yeah. You know? Like when he answers the questions. He just answers them not in an arrogant way, but yeah. not a lot of people uh, do that, right? So, and maybe even like the the language barrier. Maybe he doesn't know how to well, say was, it humbly, or doesn't like. That's another thing too. I mean, you look at a guy. He's in uh, you know Finland at the time, and I'm sure most of the day he's speaking Finnish, and yeah, you know he'll probably talk to some English guys, you yeah. know, and and uh, yeah, I mean that'd be tough, you know. Of course, imagine getting like a call from whatever and then Winnipeg it's not your but it's not your first language first language so it's yeah that'd be tough I always think about that like Q guys like 16 year olds coming over playing in Halifax from Russia it's like man that must be tough leaving your house at 16 they're still babies I never even it's funny when I played junior I never thought about that at all yeah me neither you know and you get the import guys and it's just like oh you know how's it going man you know but until I went to Sweden my first year and I was the only import guy but this, the Swedish guys were great guys. We had a young team. Yeah. Really good guys. Made some good friends. But, I mean, it's still, when everyone's talking to each other, they're speaking Swedish, right? And also, you're the only English guy. But I remember the first, you know, couple of weeks, that, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, man, I can't imagine those young yeah. kids coming from wherever, Czech or yeah. where, uh, I mean, the Swedes and the Finns, most of them speak English anyway. Like rough English, yeah. yeah. But, but a lot of countries or a lot of guys come over, they don't speak any English. So it's, I couldn't imagine leaving your host at like 16, 17, oh. coming somewhere. And well, that's another thing for you. You got lucky. You got to play in Cape Breton. You're, yeah. you're a three hour drive down the road. Yeah. No, that was, uh, I was, I was really happy when I went to Cape Breton. Just, just the fact, uh, well, my mom was a teacher too. So she was happy because it was, the school was, uh, still in Nova Scotia too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the English thing, didn't have yeah. to yeah didn't, didn't have, have to, to change to... things too much so yeah no that was that was good for me so then i want to talk about your second year at the world juniors where you won the gold medal in grand or north dakota yeah so talk about maybe the difference from uh the world juniors in helsinki compared to north dakota well yeah that was uh we were right down the road from winnipeg right north dakota is really close to is the it? border yeah it's not not too far so it was uh now that was pretty crazy. That was all Canadian fans. Like really, like the Canadian fans outweighed the American fans. Uh I'm not sure because we never we never really had a. I'm just trying to think if we ended up playing the U.S. Take your time. <laughs> all good. No think, rush. But, 
I'm not sure, but I, I just know like most of our games, it was just all Canadian fans. It yeah. was like, a, yeah, it was a zoo. It was like unbelievable atmosphere down there. <laughs> and the rink is just uh, the university arena. There's beautiful. Is it like the facility itself? So I was looking at pictures of it before. Oh man, it was. I never saw anything like that when like, it was just crazy. Yeah. But yeah, just the whole atmosphere, the the Canadian fans, and you know the fact that we we lost the year before, and I think everyone, I think we had twelve returning guys, so it was it was kind of all business, you know. Guys wanted to win. win and the year man. before, you guys finished second, right? Yeah, we lost to the Americans. So then you had the same returning guys going. Okay, so yeah, so we had a lot of guys back. I think we had twelve guys back, which is yeah, which is a lot, you know, in the of course in the World Junior. So no, it was. Uh, you know, and that's your last chance, really. So yeah, I mean, everyone was pretty hungry. Who was the goalie that year? Was it Flurry? No, Flurry was in uh, the year before in Helsinki. Yeah, yeah. So we had Jeff Glass and uh, Boschman. Was that the year that he like came out to play the puck behind the net and let it go in? That famous play. I'm pretty sure it was. Remember, he tried to play the puck. Yeah, it went off the D. Went Is off that the, yeah? Uh, was that that year? Uh, that was in Helsinki. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. What what was what was it like in the room after that? Did you guys like give him a tap or anything? Because like Canada was rough on him that year when that happened. Yeah, then, to be honest, no one. I mean, he no was unbelievable. One, he was, but like you know how hockey fans can get like yeah, if it's I one never, play. It, to be honest, I don't think it even crossed anyone's mind. No, it's just the team loss, not an individual. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, they came hard at us, and yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, no, I don't think it really crossed anyone's mind. It was just a. Just, just a, a bad bounce, right? See, it's funny listening. Do. It's funny listening to your perspective of that compared to everyone else. Because <laughs> when everyone thinks of that tournament, they think of that. But you being on the ice, being in the dressing room, you're just like, ah, eh, no, I don't even think it was just yeah, a, it another play. No, it wasn't like that at all. No one was. Yeah. Uh, no one was thinking that way. It's just. It's just those things happen. It was just. Yeah. You know, if do it twenty hundred more times, I don't think it would happen like that, right? It's just exactly. just the way it is. Um, the media coverage for the World Juniors, Pierre Maguire. I love that guy. Do you ever talk to that guy? Oh yeah, he's always around. Uh, talk to him. He's around the team a lot. You know, just doing interviews and uh, yeah. especially if, you know if you're traveling. Usually the media is there with you. So yeah. No, he's a great guy. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's a really good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty uh, knowledgeable guy. Loves the. I mean, he knows loves the hockey. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah I always like listening to him. Me I, too. I think he's, yeah, I think he's. I think he's funny sometimes. Do you know who Stephen A. Smith is for basketball? Yeah. So I I think he's I think Pierre Maguire is the Stephen A. Smith of hockey. <laughs> he's just like quirky, knows everything about everyone. Yeah. And just that's funny. Good ambassador for the game. Yeah, it's it's funny, uh the memories these you know, these guys have. It's incredible. Oh. I can remember everything. Yeah. Um all right, so I want to talk about the gold medal. First of all, what what was the celebration like after what did you guys do after the game when you won? Well, a lot of us had, uh, I mean, everyone's family was there. So, okay. Yeah, we had, uh, yeah, we had a big, uh, a big thing at the rink up in the, uh, they had like a room for us. That's what everyone says. They have a room. No one goes out. Yeah. It's a room. Well, we were in North Dakota too, so it was. Uh, 21. Yeah. So, no, they had a, just a huge room. It was all family, friends. and Sick. I mean, there was a ton of people there, but it was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just more family, friends, food. Okay. We stayed there late, and then we, uh, yeah, we bust up to to Winnipeg, and and for the most part, it was guys uh, were taken off early in the morning too. So. Oh, okay. Right, the season jumps right back in. Yeah, you're kind of right back into the swing of things after. Actually, Pascal was was good. He, my coach, gave me uh, 
I think he gave me a week off or something. Just there you to, go. Just to when you got back to Cape up. Breton, did you do like a ceremonial face off or get the big get the big cheer from yeah, the center two hundred? Yeah, they were they were really nice. They gave me a nice uh you know, nice plaque and all that stuff. And there you go. Yeah, no, I was really it was cool. That's the thing you don't realize that, you know, when you're doing it, you don't realize how big that tournament is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, because you watch it as a kid, but, yeah, you know, as you're doing, it's just kind of, you're not even really thinking about just it. Just the game of hockey. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, when it's over and then you're, I mean, it's all over the papers and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's cool. Definitely. Cool experience. Yeah. All right. So I want to move on to professional hockey now. Like you, you had a great junior career, world juniors, gold medal. You move on to Pittsburgh, uh, Wilkes-Barre. Scranton. I was looking at the roster. It looks like one of the funniest dressing rooms of all time. I listen to Spit and Chicklets podcast all the time. Yeah, you got guys like Ryan Whitney, Paul Bissonette, uh, Colby Armstrong. Flurry was there as well, and other jokes there. Yeah. Um, maybe talk about the dressing room. What was it like traveling with uh, some great guys? And I also I'll explain this, but I, I'll talk about uh, another incident. It was um, they were talking about it on Spit and Chicklets, and Colby Armstrong fought a guy who was in his first games pro i think and he fought one of the toughest guys on the team <laughs> and he came into the room and some european guy came in and was like colby check the stat sheet would you do you remember this do you remember this <laughs> that might have been before me i think because colby was there a few years before me oh was he okay yeah. So, yeah colby i think it was colby's third or fourth year was my first year okay so okay, that year okay. he ended up getting called up to pittsburgh and uh yeah i don't he never came back after that like he was okay. full-time nhler after there that you go so yeah you never know how it works <laughs> no we had some real characters really good guys it was uh geez it was a laugh every day man it was was it you go to the rink and oh my god it was just hilarious <laughs> it was funny but we had a really good team too that was a funny thing like it was That's i mean we joke around a lot but but you know guys want to win and but even, yeah, we had some great older guys, too. Dennis Bonvi, guys like that from Maniganish. And just really good guys. And uh, it's funny now, listening to Spit and Chicklets, you know, Biss and, and yeah. Whitney. They're doing really good. Really good job. And actually, I saw Biss. He li spends a lot of time in Vancouver. Yeah, so I, he does. I saw yeah. him uh, a couple weeks ago, right before I got came out here. My last day, I went up and met up with them so it's nice to yeah nice to see these these guys see they're all doing well so i messaged him to try to get some dirt on you no response so if he's listening <laughs> jesus buddy that's funny and good. colby's doing well too with the with yeah the TV he's hockey commentary yeah yeah oh it's funny you know there's a lot of personalities in the room a lot of yeah a lot of funny stuff and you know every like i said every day was a was a good laugh we've i lived uh i was living with carcillo and bissonette oh, that's another guy yeah for uh yeah we lived together down there so <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of laughs yeah a lot of good laughs Re really good guys though really can you name anything guys. funny that bissonette like uh habits he had if you lived with him something funny i don't never took the garbage out anything something well, that the viewers just don't know really good with with that stuff yeah <laughs> uh, not really man no, he's just he's just a funny guy like uh yeah this hasn't changed at all since uh i think the first time i met him was we played uh I think it was under 18 so we would have been like 16 or 17 okay that summer tournament in between there and oh he's the same guy man he's just hilarious guy everyone loves him and he's a very sociable guy he's funny didn't you give him his nickname i did yeah dude yeah. talk about that story how did that nickname come about i think we just i'm just trying to think it's how a it, famous name yeah i just i can't remember how it started to be honest it was just 
we'd say biz whatever you know biz whatever he was doing and then it just turned into biz nasty and it just stuck you know <laughs> that, that, that was that <laughs> so when did you give this to him like was this back at wilkesbury i think must have been, been in wilkes yeah yeah it been in wilkes yeah, I think I had a hand in it, but uh, <laughs> there you go. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it stuck pretty good with him. Was your coach in um, uh, Wilkesbury? Was it what's his name? The guy that coached Montreal, uh, Terrio. Yeah, our first, my first coach there was Terrian Michelle. Terry Tarian. Michelle Terrian. What was he yeah. like as a coach? I liked him. He Did was you? Uh, he was really hard. He was tough. Uh, you know, tough on the guys and and. Uh, you know, for the team we had, like you said, with all the, you know, the, the personalities and guys we had, uh, he, uh, you know, he was pretty, pretty intimidating, uh, individual, uh, individual. Yeah. But no, I liked, uh, I liked playing for, for Taryn. He was, uh, he was a really good coach and he, uh, he actually went up that year to Pittsburgh. Oh, did he? So he left around Christmas, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he, I had him about a half a year. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So no, he was, uh. Yeah, like I said, he was hard, but uh, but a real good coach. Obviously, he's, he had some a lot of success at the NHL level. So tons. That's the thing with in the AHL, you get some really good coaches coming through there, and had uh, Kevin Deneen in Portland too, who was great. Yeah, yeah, he was a great guy. So yeah, there's a lot of good uh, a lot of good coaches in the American League because I mean that's where they're the big teams get a lot of the guys now too, right? So. Yeah. I don't like it when then the NHL filters through, not filters through, just rotates NHL coaches, and they don't give the AHL guys a chance. But I feel in the past like three, maybe four or five years, they've started to call up guys from the AHL to give them a shot. Yeah, I, I think like, so, and especially now where the the league's getting pretty young, so young. So it's uh, you know those guys are familiar with the guys, and yeah, a lot of those they're really good developing. Uh, developing the guys and familiar with the organization so it's yeah. sometimes it's kind of a no-brainer i think man you look at some of the rosters like some of the guys i've been interviewing here like 20 21 years old oh yeah in the nhl yeah it's no, just it's, uh yeah it's you know the young guys now are so good too so, so it's good. uh i mean geez why not right and you can get uh you know especially guys you get a good guy on an entry-level deal it's a big thing against the cap too i think and I mean, they can all play though, so it's there's no uh, there's no missing a beat with those guys, the yeah. young guys. <laughs> that's the thing that's gonna have to like the NHL is gonna have to work out with all the money they got to give these players. Like, look at Toronto, perfect example. Yeah. Are you gonna pay Matthews? Are you gonna pay Marner? Or are you gonna pay Nylander? Yeah, that uh, they already paid Tavares. Tavares, yeah, yeah. It should be interesting when they uh, when it comes down to that. But I mean, I feel like the all the teams now have have cap guys and they yeah. can they can work it all out or yeah. Yeah, they seem to do pretty good. So <laughs> better than I could even think of trying to add all that stuff up. Well, hey man, I'm sure I'm sure you set up line A for a success, man. Were you on his line in Finland actually? No, I wasn't. No. 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 Well, maybe, I'm sure the, maybe a couple games, but that's about <laughs> it. You ever wear the uh the gold helmet? What the gold hel what does the gold helmet mean in Europe again? Yeah, the so most that's the yeah, like the top score of each team. Oh, I thought it was in the league. No, in, in Finland, it's uh, each team, top scorer each team. Where's the gold helmet? Oh, uh, okay. See, I had it when I was in uh, Pori, my first uh, my first round in, in Finland. Okay. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so I remember all my buddies came over to watch me. I think there was eight of them, and they come to the game, and I'm floating around with a gold helmet. They were kind of, you know, they got a good kick out of that. <laughs> I mean, you just don't see that stuff. No. Right? Was there flames on the helmet, or is it just gold? Because I saw one that was yellow. and had, No, like, it was just gold. I think. Uh, Switzerland Switzerland has the flames 
<laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they have the Flames, or they used to. I don't know. Maybe it's changed. But they also had like a jersey too, like a top score jersey with like flames on the back too. Kind of cool. Not the whole jersey, just the just the back, uh, the back. Like the top score would have the, uh, you know, a different back of the jersey. It just says top score, like no number or anything. Which is crazy. Right? I'd hate to be the trainer. You got to switch <laughs> that on every game. Well, you'd have to, yeah. Sometimes you have to, you know, pass the helmet around, right? Well, how does it work the first game of the year when it's even? Who gets to wear the helmet the first game? The captain. I can't remember how it works, to be honest. Yeah, captain, maybe if the top scorer from the year before. I'm not sure. That's a good question, actually. I can't really remember. Oh. Maybe the captain, though. Yeah, I, I totally forget how that works. If you figure out, just message me, and then yeah. I'll, 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 I'll post it. Um, you played in an interesting league, the KHL. I hear a lot of mixed reviews on this KHL. Um Kovalchuk has gone back and forth, can't make his mind up. Um, you've been there. Um, maybe you could give the listeners a little bit of an insight, what you thought about that league, things you liked, things you thought maybe were a little bit different. Uh, yeah, just your experience on it. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually, I really enjoyed my time in Russia. Nice. I, uh, you know, I even said I'd, I'd go back for sure if I, you know, I think it's, I'm past uh, getting back now. But, yeah, I would definitely go back. It's, uh you know, the, the hard part for me was probably just the travel. Just That's, Russia alone? Just well, Russia's a huge country, right? It's so true. The, you know, the one team I played in, uh, Habarovsk, we were, geez, I, I forget the, the distance to Moscow, but it was, we're talking like seven or eight time zones. Are you flying or bussing? Well, you'd have to fly. Like, we couldn't bus anywhere close. Like, our closest game was probably, geez, I don't know, four or five hour flight, right? Oh. So. That's when I was there. They added they added some Vladivostoks out there now, but there's some other teams out there. But when I was there, it was kind of like, you know, you have the teams, and then there was Habarovs way in the the far east. Is that that's where you played? That's my first year. My okay, first yeah, yeah, round yeah. There, I was I was out there, so it was, uh, yeah, it was just the travel was hard. But you know what? They made the schedule a lot better. So now it's at least the the second time I was back. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, you're at home for like a week. You'll play three games or two, three games, and you're on the road. So it's like, seg, you know, okay, you're I, not I get just it. before I was just, you know, you would be flying back and forth, and yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But no, I to be honest, I never, I never had any problems in Russia. Like I, I I've heard the horror stories too, and the, yeah, the, all the the crazy stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, I never really, I never had a problem really at all. Well, that's know? awesome then. Yeah, there was no. Uh, you know, we got paid, and, and well, that's uh, what I'm basically yeah. boiling down to. Did yeah, you no. get paid on time. Yeah, we got paid, and and uh, you know, the Russian guys. I, I like the Russian guys. They're good, good guys. You bunch know, of goofballs. Of, yeah, it's, they're funny. It's funny. Uh, at the end of the day, right, wherever you're at, people are people. You know, yeah. Language barrier sometimes a little bit. You yeah. Know, just because, you know, English, uh, English in some parts isn't isn't uh, spoken that much. But yeah. besides that, it was. Uh, no, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. The I mean the hockey uh the ice is super big there. You get tired quickly. Well, not just that, it's just different. I mean, you, you have that extra second with the puck. It's Yeah. You know, you get the puck you're used to you know, getting and making a play, but you get it and it's like, "Oh, you got you an got extra second." A couple extra seconds. Kind of throws you off a bit at the beginning, right? I wonder it's if like, like guys like Line, like if that's different for them. But again, then again, I guess he's world class. It doesn't make yeah, a difference. I don't, think it but like, I don't think it matters. I bet that helps him he's when he's at. over there in yeah, Finland or uh, Europe in general. He can get the puck off his stick so quick. It, you know, 
doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, he could be in a phone booth and let a snapshot go. Right? That's sick. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, you know, the thing too, it's, <clears throat> you know, I didn't, uh, like, I don't have any kids or anything. So, you know, you don't really have to, to worry about anything when I was there. When I was playing in Russia, you don't have to. That's nice. You know, if the kids get sick or something like yeah. that. Or the only, like like I said, the only hard part, I think, would be the the language barrier, right? If something something were to happen in case of that stuff. But, no, I never, uh, no, I never never had too many problems. Do they make but you it's definitely a wild place. You I was going to say, do they make you drink vodka like they say they do? Like, apparently they drink vodka for breakfast. Yeah, well, they're they're pretty they're pretty strict with the players, kind of. Are both, they both the both the drinking? Yeah, it's not. Uh, you know, it's a lot of work. It's hard. Like you're you're definitely uh, you're definitely putting the work in. I mean, training camps there were were pretty tough. That was that was the <laughs> hardest part, like surviving training camp. Did they yell at you in like Russian and you don't know what you're saying? They're saying. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I had a few Russian coaches <laughs> where you, know, you don't know what they're saying. But, uh, <laughs> a few old school Russian guys, but but at the end of the day, I found them pretty. You know they're pretty honest. I think you can kind of get a feel if they like you or they don't like you. You know, it's, you just get a feel. Yeah, feel. If they like you, they you know they'll tell you. If they don't like you, they'll <laughs> tell you too. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a bad thing, right? I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, every every day, every day life in Russia. I mean, we had nice apartments and yeah, you find some good restaurants, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely a lot different culture than than what we're used to, right? Yeah, I'd imagine. Well, that's the great thing about playing over where you play, man. The the culture you get to experience. Oh yeah, European culture is awesome. I love Europe. Yeah, yeah, you get to see it all. I, I just find Europe such a cool spot. It's just so, I mean, everything's so close to. If you want to do some traveling, and well, that's my next question. Yeah, you can just, I mean, hop on a plane. You're so somewhere in an so hour. So cheap right? to get around. Oh, once you're there, it's real cheap to get Nothing. around. So where's your favorite place to maybe vacation in Europe after the season? I've been doing, uh, actually, it's not even Europe, but Abu Dhabi and, and Dubai quite a bit. Dubai. Probably three or four times so far, yeah, which is, uh, I just loved it there. Yeah? yeah? Pretty pretty awesome place. Pretty laid back. Never been. What do you like about I'd Dubai? It's been pretty good over there. No, it's just, just so laid back and yeah? nice weather and, yeah, especially during the season, if you get a week break or something, it's just nice to go. Nice. Go unwind. But no, I liked, uh, I did a little Euro trip at, when was it? Two or three years ago at the end of the season. Did, uh, yeah, like Paris, Dublin, London. Oh, yeah. I loved Dublin, Ireland. I Never been. That was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I got a buddy going next week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, it's hard to say a bad thing, but. Most of those places over there. Prague's beautiful, too. I've been to Prague. Yeah, yeah. Prague. And then Switzerland's nice. Germany's great. I mean, all those countries are so different, but they're so... Uh, for us, it's so different, right? Yeah. It's just everything's so different. Well, that's the best part about it. You go over there, and every single day you wake up, you just want to walk around because you're going to discover something new. That's the thing. Yeah, you can just uh, yeah put on the shoes and go for a walk hike. around, yeah. stop in a pub, and yeah. talk to the locals. There you <laughs> it's go. It's pretty funny, yeah. Um. All right, so outside of hockey, hobbies, stuff like that, uh, do you play any other sports? Uh, I don't know, just something. Give me something, or the listeners something. I like to be on last few years, I got into the tennis a little bit. Oh, I mean, man. not crazy into it, but I enjoy playing tennis. I used to like golf when I was younger. What I used happened? to play yeah. quite a bit. I don't know, I just, probably the last three years, I just have no interest at all. Oh, yeah? I don't even know where my golf clubs are right now, to be honest. I think they're in my buddy's uh, <laughs> garage up in Cape Breton, but... Yeah, I just have no uh, no interest. I just find it's like such a long day, and you got to get the cart. 
It makes you walk around. No, I know. It's just so time-consuming, though, I find. you, know, you got to get to the course. You're there for <laughs> this. But if there's a tournament, you know, like a golf tournament, I'll play in those. Uh, fun. Do you have a wife or a girlfriend? Or, yeah, you got a girlfriend, a girlfriend right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... You'll like golf soon if you marry her. You're like, yeah, it's yeah. a good getaway. That's the, that's what everyone says when they get the wife. They love to, to go the, golfing. Get the clubs back. I agree. I don't even like golfing either. I just like going on the green, getting the cart, having a couple of beers, smoke a cigar. I just like that. I'm yeah, terrible no, at that's it. The, that's the good part. And most of the tournaments, that's what you're doing, right? It's yeah. just, uh, you're just having a big day and, yeah. and uh, having fun. But no, actually, her 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 family has a, a place down in Muscadabit. And it's very cool. Her dad's a great tennis player. Has a, a uh, they made a grass court, tennis court down there. Oh, which what? Is really cool. That must be hard to do. Well, or they, they just like lay nice it? flat land. He has a net and made some lines, and so that's. I mean, that's pretty cool. They have the ocean right there. You can play a little tennis, go for a swim, and. How does that work? The grass court is it like a really thick lawnmower, or is it like a turf they lay down? No, it's like, like natural grass. So really? I, they, I think he just probably mows it every, I'm guessing every, I'm not sure actually, I don't know the exact, <laughs> uh, but I'm guessing quite a bit or, you know. Every and he paints the lines? Two, three, yeah, just paint the lines and. That's yeah. cool. No, it's cool. Really cool. You ever been to, um, what's the tennis tournament in New York there? The U.S. Open? No, I never. I, I would love to. go to that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to get over and see that. I think all those big tennis events are, would be awesome. awesome. Even yeah. golf too, like the Augusta. Yeah, oh, that'd be that'd be incredible. That'd be a great weekend to do uh, do something like that. But no, yeah. I haven't got down to any of that stuff. No, I'd love to do. Uh, I'm terrible at tennis, but I love watching it. Yeah. I'd love to uh, to get down to. The thing to New with York. tennis is, I'm okay once the serve. I just can't serve. It's hard to get the serve down, right? I, I can't do anything. I just tap it over the net. But after that, I'm not bad. But it's the hard part's getting the serve. How are you at ping pong? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in a few few of my places we have ping pong tables so you, you get to play over the years but see i suck at both i can't control my uh i'm not strong but yeah. i can't control the my power yeah you know what i mean like i don't know because yeah. the 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 strings i don't know we had it's just uh, not for me yeah about five six years ago we played squash like every day love squash yeah squash is a great sport too all those yeah. racket sports are good but yeah we used to play all the time then i had a buddy he uh he was playing badminton and uh blew out his Achilles and I was like geez I don't know if I want to keep playing squash now <laughs> I haven't played in a long time since that happened once the Asian kids started they started to beat me in high school I gave it up I was just like ah, I hate losing too much and then I just stopped but I love squash squash is great oh squash is great it's you ever play at SMU yeah that's where we used to play down at SMU yeah oh it's great it's a great workout uh, great too. workout too you're not even Jesus good cardio workout you're not even thinking about it right you're just yeah. beating a ball around you ever <laughs> play uh, lacrosse that's one thing I never played. No, no, no. I mean, in gym class or something, but I never. Uh, that doesn't count. You no, use the plastic sticks. No, I, I know. I never. I never. No, I never got into lacrosse. Yeah. Thinking about it, it's a great sport for the off season. That's right? what I. That's that's my sport. Yeah, we always used to play baseball. Love baseball. Yeah. Do you ever baseball play in like a great. summer league? Yeah, growing up in Pee Wee's, uh, we went to nationals in Pee Wee. Oh yeah. And that was kind of my last year, I think. Where, where was the nationals at? It was over in uh, PEI. That's cool. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, it was a good tournament. But yeah, after that, it was, you know, then it kind of came down to, I think I was going into Bantam. So hockey kind of takes over, right? Understandable. So, which is sad in a way, right? Because I, I always loved baseball. That was like, you know, the hockey season's over, then you get the baseball glove out. So that was always fun. You know how, like, when you play hockey, it takes over your life, and then you always think about if I could play one sport, my sport would be baseball, other yeah, than me hockey. Too. Yeah. 
fucking too. love it. But it's a it's a hard game. I mean, you can't just go out and play baseball by yourself, right? It's and it's hard to get a. I mean, who wants to get a group together to play baseball? You yeah. need so many people, so it's. And that's the thing about when you're young; it's boring because no one can hit the ball. So you're standing there in the well, outfield. Yeah, that's what my parents said. I mean, you're there, and they're. If you get a guy who's a bad pitcher as a kid, yeah. he'd be at the field all day waiting to get the game over, right? So that's a little tough on the parents, I think, more than anything. <laughs> well, hockey stuff on the parents too, man. Oh, Holy yeah. Holy shit. Jeez, the time and the... If I have kids, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, especially these days. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, there's just so much with the hockey, it looks like, right? 24-7. So it's crazy. Crazy. But, I mean, if the kid, kid loves it, then what can you do? I remember growing up, I... I mean, it was always I wanted to do it or, you know, I wanted to play all the time. So, yeah. I mean, if the kid wants to do it, it's good. Well, here's my thing. It's like if I have a kid and he plays hockey or she and she sucks, I don't know how – or he sucks, I don't know how I'm going to react. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do – like, it would just be very frustrating because I don't know what kind of a dad I'm going to be when it comes to that. Like, I don't know. I yeah, just, that's the thing. You never know. I always say I'll be pretty laid back with my, you know. But you never know once you're there watching the yeah, play already. You, just, you never know what – how you how you can switch? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Kind of a wild card. I don't know. The time <laughs> time will tell. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, I'm a, I'm a Crosby guy. Uh, love Sid. You you're like the same age as him, pretty much, aren't you? How old are you? Uh, I'm 85. He's uh, 87. 87. So yep. two years apart, whatever. So you two must years, have skated yep. with him. Yeah. In yeah. the summers. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sid's a Sid's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just a real good guy and. Uh, you know, it's hard when you're you're sitting there with him. It's hard to you forget about everything he's done and accomplished, right? He's just yeah, just a normal guy. It's easy to forget about all the, you know, the cups and all his accolades, championships, his championships and stuff. So, no, he's a really good guy, and I think that's uh, you know definitely uh, why he's so successful, right? Yeah, very humble guy. Yeah, very humble guy. You ever see any like uh, things that he's done in practice, like off ice, that just like blew your mind? Any like in particular story? It's hard to think of like one one thing, but almost every day, or you know, if you're you're practicing with him or whatever, it's he's just unbelievable. Like is, uh, and he's such a hard worker too. Like the, yeah, the work he puts in and in the off season stuff like that. But no, he's just so uh, you know he's so skilled. But he combines that with the hard work too, and it's uh, yeah, like his hand eye is just crazy. Really, you, know, you see those some of these goals he scores, right? He's oh, incredible! Pucks out of the air and stuff. And I heard that like if he misses a shot in a game after the next day, like practice or something, he'll repeat the shot like a hundred times and make yeah. sure that he gets it in. Something like that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Just like obsessive like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm gonna. So we grew up like playing against each other minor hockey, but he was obviously you know two two three years younger than oh yeah than our age group, right? And so when you played for the Max, the top guy. When you played for the Max, was he a Subways guy? Did he? No, he would have been. Uh, I think he came the next year through. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But even like uh, you know Adam and Pee Wee and stuff, stuff like that, he would come up. I want to say he must have been double double underage. I would think. Wow. One of them. Yeah. But he'd always be you know obviously their their top guy or whatever. And yeah, he's a guy just uh, like I said. It's hard to, or sorry, easy to to forget when you're with him how yeah how much he's done just because he's such a such a good guy humble guy yeah 
um i gotta i'm not asking a favor but if you ever see him if you're skating with him it's my goal i'll, I'll be happy if i die if i was able to practice with him and do a two-on-one because if you don't know i'm an athlete too i can skate no i know play yeah. for the movesets for a bit i know okay i know yeah. how to play hockey so if you ever see him just be like the high button the guy justin who wants to do a two-on-one with you then he'll be good and if you're saying he's a good guy then he'll say yes so so just do that for me or if, if he might be listening so who knows um so yeah just let him know that for me pretty much uh Please Sounds and thank good. you. Sounds good. Man, I covered everything. All these, yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury, Bissonette, um, the gold helmet. What was the name of your team this year? The Grizzly, uh, Grizzly for, Adams? Yeah, Grizzly. Well, I think it's, it used to be Grizzly Adams. What? What is that, the Grizzly Adams? Isn't that like a character in a movie? I yeah, was, that's what I thought. So it's, yeah, it's Grizz, it used to be Grizzly Adams. Now it's just Grizzlies. Oh. So, yeah, that was a, that was a cool little town. It was uh, we were about an hour, hour, 10 minutes from Berlin on the train. So we were kind of west, up north, kind of northern Germany. Okay. To the west. But it was, uh, so this is the city where they make the Volkswagen cars. No way. So the Volkswagens, the Audis, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. But it's only got, a, I'd say maybe 150,000 population in total. And they all but work they, there probably. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, over half the city works at Volkswagen. <laughs> so everyone drives a Volkswagen. It's unbelievable. Like, everyone drives a Volkswagen. And then uh, they have a, a big soccer team there. Oh, the Red Bull team? No, no. It's the just Wolfsburg, you know, but, the you know, the big Volkswagen symbol. Oh, yeah. So our jersey, like, our symbol is just a Volkswagen <laughs> on the front. And they had, like, the little – I didn't bring it. Oh, you didn't there, bring yeah, that one? Okay. At home. And it's just a little, like, grizzly oh, yeah? symbol up here. <laughs> but, no, it was a cool, cool place. We did – they had a big soccer stadium, probably 35, 40,000 people. Jesus. It was kind of like a little complex, a soccer stadium, the rink, obviously to a much smaller scale. But, yeah. but uh, no, it's, it's funny how, you know, you get a city like that and, and 150,000 people and they have this major soccer team there. They play in the first league. The year before I got there, they were actually in the Champions League and uh, they played Real Madrid at home. Did you see uh, Ronaldo? No, I, I, I wasn't there. It was the year before oh. I got there. So that would have been awesome, but I guess Ronaldo was there, and it was like obviously the whole. I mean, you can just imagine, right? The All whole of Europe city. probably. Oh went. yeah, yeah. No, so so no, that was uh, yeah, it was a, like I said, a cool, cool little city. You know, um, Conrad Albelscheiser, he plays in the Germany. Yeah, he plays on the Red Bull team. He plays on the Red Bull team. He yep. was here like uh, like two weeks ago. Okay, and he. Uh, he said that the Red Bull team just like they have a facility that uh, has a soccer team or like a soccer field and a hockey rink. So that's the f that's what I thought you were talking about for a second when you said there's a facility that has. Yeah, no, has I was kind of just in just in our place, but yeah, the Red Bull, geez, the Red Bull team there, they got uh, they got they were, I think they three peated, right? Yeah, they did. They won again this year. Yeah, yeah. So we played them in the finals, not this year, last year. Okay. Yeah, we lost. Uh, I think it was four one. They, they kind of ran through us pretty quick. But, he said uh, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Bondarchuk's going there now. Yeah, he was. He just, uh, he just signed for two years there. Well, the day well the day Conrad did the podcast with us, he couldn't say it on the air. But as soon as the yeah. podcast ended, he was like, "Yeah, Bondarchuk's coming uh, to play with us." Yeah, he's going for going for two years. Geez, they might four piece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, man. Which is crazy in any league, right? I mean, yeah. any sport, any league. You should try to go there. Oh, geez, man, he said that they treat the players well. Like oh, as soon yeah. as they land, like if you got a girlfriend, like they set the girlfriend up with a job. Like they don't, they, they have a car, they got an apartment. Yeah, that's that's a nice thing about Europe. I, I remember the first time I went over to Sweden in Brynäs. Literally, you get off the plane, a guy picks you up, 
it's like here's your phone here's your keys take you to the host here's your bank card like there's no <sighs> they no, just make hockey easy. there was just yeah that's that's the good thing right it's just no no worries you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to worry about paying bills or nothing basically anything yeah they, they treat you really well that in that way you're living the dream in that case man you don't have to pay but about worry about bills excuse me like come on that's yeah that's just the that's the nice part just kind of just show up and play they try yeah. to make it especially for the the foreign guys they try to make it as easy as, yeah because they know it can be tough right it, yeah it can be tough i mean you're away from from your family and friends for yeah eight nine months of the year so they try to make it as easy uh, yeah as easy as possible it's funny most guys come and the main worry is wi-fi right they <laughs> just need a good wi-fi just to it's in this true. day and age it's it's so easy right you can I mean, you get on FaceTime, it's crazy. I mean, you talk to yeah, anyone. Of course. You make 20 FaceTime calls every day. It's for free. It's crazy. That's what I was thinking. Like, what did people do back before this, right? Would you write letters and send them? And that's Honestly, that's what it was, man. Or you had to call and hope they were at home. If not, you got to leave a message, and then they got to hope that they yeah, would call back. Lines and I'm not sure. But, yeah, that's the technology has been great for, well, yeah. for me, especially being yeah. over there and you get to keep in touch with all your buddies and yes. family and social media in general. Oh yeah, it's great. It makes the world a lot smaller, right? Yeah. So, so what's your plan good. for next year? Uh, not really sure yet. We're kind of kind of looking at some things. Been thinking about uh, you know even more now. Like the the older I get, kind of thinking more about uh, you know a bit after hockey as well too, right? Of course. And, Maybe there's you know there's some place where you can play and, and do do your university as well. So yeah, do you ever think about coaching or anything like that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Not really sure though. You know, it's it's one of those things you try not to think about after hockey until yeah. till it's done. Yeah, till it happens. But definitely starting to think about it a bit more now. Yeah. So it's uh, but yeah, it's, obviously I have no plan or you don't know what you want to do. But yeah, I think it's kind of you know the next couple of years try to try to figure out something that you're interested in of course kind of get the brain moving again right so oh yeah because you know a lot of days over there it's i mean you go into practice you practice from you're at the rink at nine you're out of the rink at one then you have a whole day to kill right so it's yeah i mean you don't do the most productive things right so most of the time you're you know laying on the couch or watching tv or you go to eat so yeah yeah, I think the next couple of years just try to get the uh, the brain uh, moving again. And hey, man, if you want to come on the podcast, you're more than welcome to jump yeah, on here. Good, that'd be good. I'm sure you got stories for days. So if you need a job, I can't pay anything yet, but soon enough, I'll, we'll get you on here full time. Sounds good. Sounds good. There'll be a point where I'm out of here and someone else will be running the podcast, so you can join. You know, dudes, yeah. the other guy that does yeah, with yeah. me, Matt Doodle. Yeah. He he does it all the time. Anyways, if you're ever oh, over that's here. Cool. You ever see uh, the New Bridge Academy there? The the academy they got over there? I haven't seen it. You know what? I, Holy I, smokes! The first, the first time I heard about it, you know, it was just probably maybe a year or two ago. Same. And then, uh, yeah, I just see my my friend Brandon Benedict. He's coming back. Yeah, he's so, coaching. Yeah, he's been playing over in Europe for for a long time. He had a real good run over there. So he's coaching the. I think it's the Bantams. Is he? Yeah. So he's coming back next year. He retired. He's going to coach the Bantams and. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I said JP, JP McCall. JP's over there. That. I had two guys on. They coached the Peewee team, Matt and Cody Anthony from okay. East Hans. Cool. Two great guys. But man, like if you could jump in on over there on a on a coaching job, do it. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, it's good. Uh, it's good they got something like that going, right? Of course. And obviously, they're getting uh, 
good people involved, you know, good hockey people. I mean, it's only going to be good for the kids, right? So. And it's crazy because something like that, like these schools have been in Ontario across Canada, but it's never been in Nova Scotia. So like now kids from Ontario or out west are going to start coming here and we're going to be able to develop more talent. And yeah. that's good for me. Oh, yeah. More talent to sure. come on this thing. And, that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, looking at the big picture. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I noticed in Europe, too. And, you know, Finland and Sweden, especially it's, uh, you know, it's so geared towards the hockey, you know, like. The team, say I was in Tapra, you have the, the pro team. Yeah. But then they have a junior team, like an under-20 team. Yeah. Then they have the under-18s, the under-16s, the 14s, right down to the, the kids. But it's the same organization. But it's the same organization, right up to the pro team. They do that in soccer, too. So, yeah, that it's so good for the kids. And I, I want to say they kind of have the same idea with the hockey schools where it's, I mean, you're in school, but you're doing the hockey at the same time type of deal, right? So, yeah. it's, I mean, these kids are, if you're a good junior kid there, Geez, you're on the ice all the time. Of course. I mean, you're, you're playing yeah. with the – I mean, you could probably play under 18, under 20. Then you usually practice with the big team. Then you can – you know, if someone gets hurt, these guys step up. and They're already comfortable. Yeah, even in, in my first year there in, in Sweden, it would be like guys like uh, Jan Crook, who's in Nashville now. Okay. Guys like that. A lot of, a lot of guys you see come through. Silverberg, same thing. Oh, yeah? So he was a, a junior kid when I first got there my first year. Played the next year and then – Geez, I think it was the year after he was, he might have been MVP or MVP of the play. You know what I mean? They just, it goes so quick for them, right? Yeah. They, they develop them so good. They're, yeah. you know, can you imagine playing in, say you're 16, you're a good player, you're playing junior, you're practicing with a pro team as well, right? You're, yeah. I mean, you're on the ice a lot, you're training. It's well, Matthews, so good is a, Matthews is a good example of that, I think. He didn't go he the, over to Swiss. Yeah, yeah well, he didn't Swiss go the junior there. route. Would you, like, recommend that, do you think? If you're, if you're 16, 17, and you can handle yourself, and you think you can play at the pro level, would you recommend going over to Europe as a different alternative? One, you can make a lot of money. Two, you play with guys that you might be playing with in the NHL next year. You're playing with men. The travel, the travel is probably more intense and more similar to the NHL. It sounds like there's a lot of benefits to going over to Europe, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard. Uh, Matthews is obviously a, a an special, yeah. special, special exception. But uh, I don't know. I think the, you know, the CHL still, I mean, they're still relevant. Yeah, they're still popular. Of course. Yeah. Great, uh, great guys. And you see NCAA now. Geez, that's a hotbed. I for mean, talent. For me, when I was coming through, it was... I mean, NCAA was kind of there, but no one really thought about it, you know? Really? Where, where now it's, uh, well, people did. I've had friends that, that did it. Yeah. It worked out great for them. But, uh, you know, I was kind of set on, and like a lot of, a lot of people were kind of set on the major junior. Where yeah. now I think you're seeing a lot more young guys where they want to go NCAA. So it, and it's, I mean, at the end of the day, you go down, and you get a degree, you yeah. play good hockey, and you're seeing so many guys, if you don't get drafted, so many guys, free agents, they're signing guys out of the NCAA like crazy, right? Oh, yeah. You have a couple good years. so. But, no, over there, you know, it's different, too, when you're – for these guys, they're in their hometowns a lot of the time, right? So, yeah. I mean, they, they come up with a system. You're, you're playing on the pro team in your hometown. You still get to live at home. Yeah. You still have your buddies. So, it's – I mean, it's a good uh, – good for the European guys, right? I think it yeah. definitely speeds up their – Yeah their uh, development for sure well it says something about the chl the fact that also european guys are still coming over yeah and playing here yeah. so i uh, you know yeah i think well the chl will always be a powerhouse yeah i think it'll always be a be the big uh you know especially in canada well obviously in canada but 
yeah. it's always uh, a big draw you know for kids especially yeah. uh you know it's a quick route if they want to go if they want to go pro and good place to get drafted out of right yeah so but i mean i think you see it now i mean if you're good enough guys will you know you develop and people will find you wherever yeah. you're at right so matthew highmore good example didn't even get drafted signed as a free agent played in chicago last year yeah he's a really it's good player yeah great I, player. I was on the ice with him uh this week were you out in uh with the bmo center yeah he's a great uh great player that's a great story too he's a great guy too yeah, a conversation really guy, oh yeah, he's nice awesome guy. So yeah, it's uh, that's what I mean. I, I don't think uh, you know if you don't get drafted, it's not not the end of the world anymore, right? Yeah. It's, some people develop at different times, or you know for whatever reason you don't get drafted. It's uh, you know there's a there's a lot of opportunities after that. Of course, so, it's a good thing. Beautiful man, it's a good thing. Um, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I know uh, summer's a valuable time in your life, so taking an hour out of your day, I appreciate it. No, no worries, man. Love no, it. That was great. Thanks a lot. Hey, man, no worries. Yeah. Um, actually, who are you skating with today? Any big names? Anyone? No, just just a bunch of buddies. Just the no, boys? Yeah, okay, we're just cool. at, uh, rode at uh, Centennial there, Patty Hall. It's doing a... Centennial, like right there? Just right there, yeah. We're Patty just, Hall is still doing those skates? Geez, he's, uh, he's been doing them forever. He plays plays all the you know yeah i don't know how many days a week patty still plays no way good player too yeah. are you got you know what i honestly might come i know patty well how much how, is it yeah. like a private skate or is it a no maybe no. i don't know who yeah. knows 10 i think it's 10 15 bucks and whoever comes usually uh i mean turnouts depend especially this time of year if it's uh the yeah. sun's up well Ca it's cavendish too i'm sure everyone's <laughs> yeah, out in yeah. pei right now yeah yeah and it's four o'clock so pe maybe people are taking off the cavendish but but it's uh, yeah, ten fifteen bucks, and it's just yeah, I might whoever come. comes. I got nothing good to do. Good skates, good workout. Let's do yeah. it. Um, all right, everyone that's listening, I appreciate the support here at the high button. The the growth has been tremendous this past month. I appreciate it. If you could do me a favor, go to all of our social media platforms, follow, like, subscribe uh, to iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, did I say Spotify? I don't know. You get the point. Thank you once again. I love each and every one of you. We're out.